Hamburg's hottest breakfast show. We get into hot cares. Joining us is Nikki. She's the executive chairperson of Love Justice. Now listen to this very carefully because this is going to be one of the most frightening things the world is subjected to. Human trafficking is rife in South Africa. People are coerced into false jobs, education or marriages and then forced into a life of slavery. It's happening all around us. Children as young as six months are being trafficked. Only 1% of people are rescued. Transit monitoring is one of the most powerful models to prevent people from being trafficked and it identifies people whilst they are being trafficked and before they are exploited. Nikki, uh, thanks for coming to uh, see see us uh, this morning. Human trafficking. If I just sit there and think about it, I just think of somebody getting grabbed and taken out of the environment. Is is that human trafficking? That can be, um, but often it's deception. Deception is used to coerce people into to false jobs, false marriages, and um, they come. You know, they get tricked by saying, we've got this amazing opportunity for you. And um, that's how they they get trapped. And this is very uh, prevalent in South Africa. Yes. Okay. Uh, Explain a little bit more. You're talking, I suppose, now you're talking of people who are are even adults, young adults. Yeah, young adults. Um, so we see adults up to the age of 30. Um, so South Africa, because of the fact that we are essentially the breadbasket of Africa, we get thousands of thousands of people coming across the borders in hopes of jobs. Mm-hmm. So they're very vulnerable of, to being trafficked. They don't have a lot of economic opportunity and um, they are very likely to be tricked into something. So they'll say, we've got this amazing job for you. Come to South Africa. I'll sort out the visa. I'll sort out the accommodation. I'll pay for it. You'll just pay me when, you know, once you start working. And then when they get here, they get their documents taken away. Um, they get their cell phones confiscated. They get beaten. They get raped. They get tortured. They get drugged until they, you know, comply with their, their traffickers' demands. And what could those demands be? I mean, I'd sit there and think, if anything, our our kids of our country are getting taken away. But you're saying a lot of them are coerced into coming here. Yes. So what are these demands? What do these people want with these people that they manipulate? So trafficking, there are different types of trafficking. Mm. Um, a lot of it is sex um, trafficking. So people getting forced into a life of prostitution. Um, other ways are forced labor. So in, in the farms in South Africa, we see a lot of forced labor. So people basically working as slaves. And um, another horrific thing that we see is organ trafficking. So um, the traditional medicine and the muti uh, requires these organs and things. So people are actually being murdered for their organs. There's something I wanted to ask because when you say things like that about you know job opportunities, etc., there is a perception there's a gullibility about people. Mm. But what I was reading from your website is how convincing these traffickers are. And are there red flags when somebody does get hold of you, for example, a fantastic opportunity or I saw your pretty face on Facebook? Are there things you can watch for? Because for me, what really made me go cold was how convincing these people are. This is not, this is not stupidity mm. that gets people sucked in. Um, yeah, so I think... 
they prey on people's vulnerabilities. So they prey on the ad- the things that you want most. So um, we've seen people being trafficked, for example, for soccer contracts, where they say Jeez. you're an amazing soccer player, <laughs> and we're going to do this. You know, I'm going to take you to the school, and you're going to become this incredible um, soccer star. Um, and I think they prey on, on people's dreams and hopes, which makes them not think as clearly as, as they would normally. Um, and also, they, a lot of people are, are trafficked from, from rural areas where they don't necessarily have access to lots of internet or phone calls. Or, um, so people, you know, you can very much be aware of, you, you can pick up what thing, when things are being trafficked, you're being trafficked. You know, you've got to look at the wording of, of the email or the advert. You can do your research, find other people who've done it, um, Google it, you know, see if they have a proper website, do they have a landline, you know, are they able to just validate whether it's really true, is there an employment contract? Um, there is an organization called Stop the Traffic um, that you can actually send you know, job opportunities too, and they can validate them for oh, you. Wow. So there is that available as well. Nikki, you work for Love Justice. Yeah. Um, how do you prevent people from trafficking? I mean, what do you guys do? So we use a model called transit monitoring, mm-hmm. which is one of the most effective means of fighting human trafficking. And the reason for that is because you're preventing people from being trafficked. Um, so what we do is we work at transit hubs and we look for signs of trafficking. We've got trained monitors operating at those those hubs and they look for red flags. They'll then approach that person and interview them and validate their story. So if they think they're coming for a job opportunity, we will check if that company really exists. We will phone that company to see whether they are legitimate. All right. Um, and we will validate their stories. And your, your people know what to look for. Yes, we okay. know what to look for. And obviously, as we, as we do this work, we learn more and more about how the traffickers work and what they're doing. And that's one of the most powerful things about transit monitoring is that you're getting very up-to-date information about how traffickers work. So you are able to pass that information on to law enforcement. You're able to you know, do very targeted awareness about you know, trends that traffickers are using at the moment. Um, and we're able to provide that information as well to to the global world um, so that we can start fighting this more effectively. Exactly, because, I mean, it is a worldwide scourge. Yes. Tell us, uh, can you give us an example of one of the stories um, that, that you've been working on or worked on? Yeah, sure. So um, one of, our, actually, our first intercept was a woman from... Um, a country where she had been introduced to somebody on Facebook via a friend um, and she had fallen in love with this guy. He had wooed her, he'd pursued her yeah. and they had chatted via Google Translate. She actually didn't speak English. Um, and then he invited her to come and visit in South Africa and to get married. And she obviously was completely smitten and in love with this guy. Um, and we met her and we interviewed her and we got a few red flags. Yeah. And we really felt that she was at risk of being trafficked. And so we sent her home and she was devastated. She really felt this guy <coughs> sorry, was a man of her dreams. And, and we ended up feeling a little bit nervous, wondering whether we had made the right decision and, you know, messed up this lady's plans. <laughs> um, but three weeks later, we actually got another woman coming through to meet the same man. Same guy. Wow. Same man. 
And through our investigation, we actually discovered that he is a recruiter for one of the big trafficking syndicates. Uh, and, um, yeah, is, that's actually his mode of, of, of recruiting girls. Crazy. Yeah, uh, Jack, because I was going to ask, I mean, the syndicates, um, are, do we, uh, you know, it's terrible to think it, but we must have these syndicates here in South Africa, or is it that they are, are controlled by somebody else? I mean, are we getting closer? Do, the, do you get a lot of support from the police? Yeah, we do. We get a lot of support from the police. Um, we get a lot of support from government. Obviously, um, there are issues that we're working on, um, but it's a big, a huge problem because mm. trafficking isn't just human trafficking. It's linked to drugs. It's linked to yeah. uh, diamond smuggling. It's linked to all sorts mm. of things. So it's 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 organised crime, um, and uh, you know the, the law enforcement is on working on it, but unfortunately. We've got challenges such as corruption as well, of course, which, yeah. which does limited. Nikki, how can how can we how can the people help you? You know, I mean, yeah. somebody listening to this right now and, and going, sure, got to be more vigilant with my own children. Mm. But how can how can people help you? Well, so Love Justice has an amazing model of fighting human trafficking, and um, we've actually, you know, there's this horrific problem, but I, I really believe we've got a solution. So. You guys can support us. You can go to our website, which is lovejusticesa.ngo, and um, you can donate. But you can also just educate yourself on it. And, and I think one of the big issues is, um, is pornography. So pornography mm. is one yeah. of the primary drivers of human trafficking. Without um, pornography and prostitution, we wouldn't have people being trafficked and forced into prostitution. Mm. So... You know, I think pornography has become such a normal thing for people mm. these days, and it's almost accepted and esteemed to be someone who consumes pornography. And um, I think people just need to be very aware that that person that you're watching is most likely not doesn't want to be there, and that smile she's putting on is is not mm. for you. It's mm. because she's forced to, else she's going to get beaten. Sure. So I think that's something as consumers, as people, we can all be mm. aware of. Um, and then the other thing is. Also to, to realize that we can do something about it. We don't have to be victims, you know, in our country. And I think if our community starts holding, you know, um, law enforcement to account, starts reporting these things, starts following up on stuff to make sure things are being, um, you know, done, which is essentially what we do, you know, is we just, we just making sure these systems work. Um, and I think there's lots to be done. Sure. Well, um, on average, what does it cost to, uh, to um, I don't know, intercept, find out, uh, um, you know, if, you, if, 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 for example, you had a transit area and you, you suspect something, what does it sort of cost to get the whole process done? So we have, glo so Love Justice is a global company and globally it costs us about 1,300 rand to intercept somebody. So that's saving a person's life from, you know, that horrific mm. ordeal for a minimal cost. Yeah, minimal cost. Um, and we've expanded up into Africa and, you know, it's even cheaper in Africa. Um, we, we are intercepting hundreds of people in Malawi each, each month and that's costing us $33 per intercept. Um, so it's a really cost-effective way of, of, of really transforming people's lives. So we really believe it's an effective model. All right. So um, from Hot Cares, um, thanks, number one, for coming to see us. 
Um, I, I think it's one of the scariest, oh, it's awful. scariest it's things that happen in the world is, is uh, human trafficking. Um, and Nikki, we, we'd like to make a contribution of 10,000 Rand. Oh, wow. To, um, to you and, and love justice and, and, you know, carry on doing this fight, you know. And um, anybody else who can assist as well, please go and visit lovejusticesa.ngo. You can donate and also just get a little bit more aware of, um, of human trafficking. Great. Nikki, Thank thanks for coming much. to see us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. We it's a pleasure. It. Yeah. Keep up the great work. Joburg's hottest breakfast show. Six to nine. Sasha Martinengo. Sam Cowan. Simon Hill. Carabo Yibe. John Wallen. Hot enough for you. Hot 91.9.